Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihil kareem. Amma ba'ad. We express our praise and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala. We seek blessings on the Prophet, peace be upon him. Continuing our exploration of the Quran, 130th at a time, one juz at a time, one para. We are now on the 8th juz. What ayah are we beginning with? Ayah oh, 111. So, Surat Al-An'am, ayah 111. Give me just a second to get up to that ayah. Almost there. Okay, go for it. Okay. <clears throat> so, in Ayah 111, it's saying that, like, even if they bring down, the, if Allah brings down the angels, and then, uh, like, dead talk to them, so basically, like, all these mir- mir- miracles, um, they still won't believe. Okay, so I know I asked this question multiple times, but I just, like, not, not like, getting it. So it's like, what does make someone believe? Really depends on the person. I mean, some people believe uh, from, you know, what we would think to be very small things, other people uh, might need miracles. Miracles, um, and so here we're saying some people can see a miracle, and not only will they not believe, they would probably turn away. Okay, so how can someone have full conviction? And you said each person is different. Yeah. So how do you figure out what makes like you as a person have? Well, I mean, so the basic question becomes, what does it take for me to fulfill my ibadah? Because the, the core of all this is obedience to Allah, and the core obedience to Allah is to, fill, is to fulfill my ibadahs, right? Okay. And the ibadahs are the pathway to conviction, to yaqeen. So you're saying if you pray five times a day and you fast and all that You do all that, and then you reach the point of nafal, yeah. then you are on the pathway to develop yaqeen. Okay, but then... How you, but don't you need like, don't you need conviction or something to like push you to do all of that? No, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think most people have conviction, you know, most people who make their prayers, right? Uh, it's hope and fear. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying if someone does all of that, then they will reach full conviction? They'll, that'll reach the point of conviction, yeah. Based on that hadith, right? Which that is? Allah loves nothing more. I'm paraphrasing that I love nothing more than when my servant is a fara'id. And then comes closer to me with the nawafil. And then, you know, I will love him. And I will become the eyes with which he sees and the feet with which he walks, so forth and so on. Okay, but what about the... What about the people that, like... You know, like, let's say the people that, like, convert... Or, like, even if they were born Muslim, like, they come back to do because of something that happened to them. Mm -hmm. So, like... So, like, what, do you hear what I'm saying? Like, some people tell yeah, like I mean, so, so, so that I wouldn't say that that's conviction. I mean, a moment has opened where their heart has opened up, right? Okay. And then conviction is on the path. So one level of your heart opening up might be just to get on the path itself, right? And here in this eye, we're saying people who won't even get on the path, no matter what you show them. Okay. Yeah. And then I have 112. Yes. Um, Okay, so it's saying that, um, so like for each prophet, Allah, like there was basically like an enemy, and then it talks about that, at, like at the end, so it's like, and if your God didn't want that, then he wouldn't have like given mm-hmm. him an enemy. So why was it that God wanted to give him an enemy? That uh, could be a number of possible reasons. So one, 
Why does Allah Ta'ala want to give an enemy to make it clear who are the forces of Haqq and who are the forces of Batil? It could also be to, to motivate uh, people to choose a side. But then if they didn't have enemies, wouldn't everyone just side with the Prophet? Or wouldn't no. that at least increase the chances of the people saying? I don't think so. Because, I mean, we the look at the people of Mecca. They had Muhammad himself, peace be upon him, in front of them, and the Quran coming directly through him right in front of them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have... Uh... So is it saying that most of the people on this world are bad? Say it again. Um, I want 16. It says, So it's like if you follow most of the people on the earth, mm-hmm. they will guide you astray. So it's saying that most people are bad. I don't think that means that most people are bad. Uh, I think it is saying most people are not qualified to lead. criminals put in each like town or mm-hmm. village and then can you explain the end where like basically they're not I don't know how to translate like Yamkurun like Yamkurun uh, Yamkurun so they're basically plotting yeah so like they're basically plotting against themselves so can you because like there are criminals that hurt everyone so okay the the second part is easier to answer so if I commit a sin against you yeah. Let's say I hurt you physically, you know, yeah. with Billah. Um, on the other side, who is the one who suffered and who is the one who benefited? Oh, okay. Yeah, I benefit, you lose. Yeah, so every time I commit a crime against someone, it might look from a dunya perspective, it might look from a dunya perspective like I'm taking advantage of people. But from an akhira perspective, it actually means that every time I hurt someone, unless I'm getting forgiven, then I'm actually hurting my own akhira. And I don't realize it. Wama Okay, and then can you explain why there were criminals put in each like village or town or Yeah, this uh I don't really understand. Okay. Yeah, I'd have to look up. Um I one twenty five. Okay. Can you explain that? So whomever Allah wants to guide, he expands his heart, his breast to to Islam. And whomever he wants to misguide, oh, 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 oh. Okay. he makes his breast constrict as though he were climbing to the sky. Thus, Allah Ta'ala places uh, ridges on those who do not believe. Wow, what a scary ayah. Mm-hmm. Both hopeful and scary. So the first part, um, yeah, there's those whom Allah Ta'ala wants to guide and those there are those whom Allah Ta'ala wants to let astray. And so, like when we're using the language of opening your heart, here it's expanding your your breast, your chest, Mm -hmm. right? And then closing your heart, 
could be constricting your chest, right? Okay. So, do you have any issues with that part? Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know why, like, decided which one you want. Um, he just wills it. Okay. Well, how, like, how do you... You'll, you'll find out on the other side if you are one of them. Okay, but, you know, can't you find out now? No. I mean, you can, if you're obeying him, then it's fair to assume... Inshallah, that you're one of the ones who are guided. And if you're not obeying him, then it's fair to assume that you are not one of the ones. But if you're not, if you're not obeying him, because you're not obeying him, that's like on you. It's not because. So it'll manifest. It'll manifest by way of your choices. So if he wills for you to be one of the people of better dice, then it will manifest by you. You know, working to obey him. Okay, but if he doesn't want you, then it will manifest disobey. by you disobeying him. And okay. this uh, this last part gives a hint of that. Um, they'll have rijs on them. What's rijs? So it's like so rijs mina samai. So it's like this scourge or this filth from the um, not necessarily from the sky, but a different ayah. So like the ayahs on alcohol. The final prohibition on alcohol speaks of this as the ridges of, of shaitan. Mm-hmm. So it's like filth. And so the filth could be one of character that um, that I will have bad character if I'm one of the ones that Allah Ta'ala is constricting. Okay. But like why would Allah want someone not to be good? Why would he want someone? I don't know, because I thought he likes his creations, so he wants them to go to Jannah. Yeah, so maybe he likes some creations more, and so it helps them to go even higher. Okay, why would he like someone? Like, what is it? Because he's the one who created them. So, yeah, he's just deciding, right? He's uh, he's saying these on this side are the ones that he likes, and these on this side so are the people. So he create the ones... But it's like, do you know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, he found them, and then he's like, oh, I don't yeah, like right, them. Right. Like, he made them. Yeah, and that's what he decided. If he was a human, then it would make much sense, right? It would be like saying, I'm going to have a child that I'm going to throw into the fire. So why is it that he doesn't like some creation? Like, he created them. Yeah. I mean, it's possible to dislike something you you, you create. Or like and dislike, uh, even remove those words, the ones he wants to guide and the ones he wants to misguide. Okay, but then how is it fair? Because, like, basically, there's... Ah, uh, fair, fair. It doesn't apply. No, but I thought, you know, a guy is supposed to be fair, you know? Yeah. Like one of his, uh-huh. you know, one of his names is like the one. Like, like Adil and yeah, so, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. So, like he's, you know, because like the creation, if Allah doesn't want them to you know, like mm-hmm. they're set up for failure. Like there's no. Sure. So, I mean, it's uh, uh, fairness would also include the fact that they are created, right? That. Uh, if we're looking at, for, at it from the perspective of whom Allah creates and looking at if this possible heaven Allah perspective, then it's literally things happen whatever way Allah Ta'ala wants them to happen. So fair doesn't apply, rahmah doesn't apply, anything like that. So rahmah isn't always there. I mean, who says it's always there? It doesn't say he's all merciful. Right? It says he's most merciful. moment to pause. This is, this is the point we reach in every single one of the conversations, and 
what we're basically saying is, yes, there are those people that Allah Ta'ala has decided are the people of fire. Okay, but like, why? That was his will. That's what we surrendered like, to. No, but okay, but you're saying like fairness is like coming to it, but you know, he's a adil, so like... So, so, meaning from my perspective, I will see on the day of judgment that I'll get whatever I earn. Right? Okay. So I will go to hell if I deserve to go to hell. From my perspective, me making my choices. Okay, but how are you supposed to make... If, if, you're, if you're destined to go to hell... Like, it's like, okay, like, no one no one can guide you if Allah has decided that you're going to, like, you're doomed to hell. Correct. So like, how is how's that fair? Like, it's not like, oh, you're... Yeah, you're but it's... Uh, the fairness will apply from the perspective of me looking at the choices that I made. Right? But that's if people make bad choices. Everyone makes bad choices because we're human. Yeah, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about if I make bad choices and refuse to do tawbah. Okay. Right? And so what we're saying is that, yeah, from my perspective, as I'm standing on the day of judgment, I will see that I'm getting at least what I earn. Okay, but isn't it, you know, there's like this story, I don't know if it's true, you can tell me if it's true, but it's like, you know, this dude who spent his whole life praying, and on the day of judgment, he's like, oh, I don't need Allah's mercy, because I spent my whole life, like, praying. Yeah, it's sort of a story-ish, but yeah, keep going. Okay, so basically, like... You know, everyone needs God's mercy to enter Jannah. It's not like oh, if you're a good person in this dunya, you don't mm-hmm. need God's mercy to get to Jannah because you still need His mercy to get to Jannah. Okay. So it's like, why would Allah choose some people? Because at the end, so it's saying that like your choices don't basically determine whether you go to Jannah or not because you need Allah's mercy whether you do good or bad. So your choices will give you at least um, one level, meaning you're not going to get less than your choices on the Day of Judgment. See what I'm saying? No. So I will get whatever I earn as a result of my actions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because of the rahmah of Allah, I might get something better. But then, like, so, I don't know, is this the story of the, the guy, right? Maybe, I mean, but there's other stories that you can that you can cite, sort of like that. But if you're trying to make the point that you can only go through the rahmah of Allah, that's a way to frame it. But the way that that one way that would play out is, okay, if I do something good to someone then what will be the effect of me doing that good? So I give this person $5, okay? Maybe that'll inspire 30 other people to also give $5, and then I get rewarded for all of that, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe I give this person $5, it doesn't inspire anybody, okay? That part's the rahmah of Allah, mm-hmm. right? But the, to answer your, your more difficult question, why does Allah Ta'ala choose some to go to the garden and some to go to paradise? That is his will. The an- the only answer for that is because. But like, why doesn't Allah like all his creation? That's his choice. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I understand that. There's nothing can do about it. But like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's. Uh, but if he is the merciful, if he's the most merciful, why would he want someone to be doomed to hell? That's literally how he made it. He literally made some people, to be doomed to hell. The easiest example is Shaitan. Yeah, but Shaitan was like, you would tell from his actions, it was arrogance. But Shaitan then says to Allah, you're the one who made this happen. Shaitan's making the same argument, right? That you predestined this for, for, to happen for me. But did he or was it because Shaitan's actions? Same thing. But he means the same thing. It means it's literally the same thing. That whatever Allah Ta'ala wills, I will manifest in my actions. 
<coughs> so if Alexa wills for me to go to paradise, I will have the actions and choices of someone to go to paradise. If Alatal wills for me to go to hell, I will have the actions of someone going to hell. So your predestination is manifested in your free will. Yeah. Then the natural question is, how is that free will? Yeah. From your perspective, it is free will. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, what else? But you're saying that if you do good, or you try to do good, and your actions are like mostly good, I like couldn't Allah still like hold like if he doesn't want to give you mercy on the day of judgment, you just fall. That's sure possible. Yeah. So then why try? You just be on the safe side. Yeah, and just as it's possible that he might withhold mercy, he may also you know pour mercy upon you. It's beyond your control. Thus, you're surrendering. You're saying, you know, I am at your mercy. And that is Islam. Okay, but it doesn't mean you're safe just because you surrender. Correct. You're more safe if you surrender, aren't you? Are you safe or are you on the safe, like... Just playing it safe. Playing it safe is fine. Well, yeah, but you, I mean, you could play it safe, but then at the end, it's like God could still like be like, nope, I don't like you. Yeah, and it could also be the opposite. Okay, but what if it's not? And then you go to hell. And what if it is? Then you go to paradise. You can't only focus on one side of it. You have to, to be fair, you have to focus on both sides of it, right? Okay, well, you could go to Jannah, but you could also go to hell. Mm-hmm. Focus or on. okay, let's rephrase it. You can go to hell, but you could also go to Jannah, right? <laughs> yeah. I still don't know. Okay. This, this question will come back next week. Yeah, it will, inshallah. Um. Okay. If Allah wills. Okay. Okay, so I got one forty-seven. So basically, is this saying that only the people who do good get mercy? So it's like in order to achieve Allah's mercy, you have to be good. I don't see how you see that in I one forty-seven. It's like Rabbukum. Okay, maybe I like read the translation wrong, but it says so. Rabbukum bi rahmatin wasiya. So it's like God has the most merciful. Wala yuradu baqsahu. So Emma, the way you said it in the translation was that, but He won't give it to you. Um, but the first part of it is that you have to embrace the Prophet, peace be upon him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and so the uh, first, I need to embrace the Prophet, peace be upon him, to have good. And then Allah Ta'ala, uh, the people who are criminals, they can't escape his punishment. I don't know. I don't see how that says only if you do good. So I'm saying only if you... Because okay, so like... Let's say that you're like in a war or whatever. Okay, you're not gonna be merciful to the people on your side. Like they're obviously you're gonna be good to them because they're on your side. Mm-hmm. But then it's like you'll show mercy to your enemy. Possibly. Okay. So basically, in order to achieve Allah's mercy, you can't. Like he will only give mercy to those who are on his side. 
Um, I don't know how you see that from this ayah. Because, you know, if I get the book, so it's like if they believe in you, mm-hmm. they're not getting any of my mercy, basically. Well, I mean, the idea here is that uh, um, the criminals cannot escape his punishment. So take that point on its own. And then another point is that the Rahmah of Allah is wide. So the Rahmah of Allah is wide, but it doesn't mean that if you're a criminal, that it's going to override all of your bad. Sure, but here it's, uh, think of Christianity, Judaism, right? Mm. We're saying those are all offshoots of Islam, right? Oh, okay. Okay, I have 164, and it says, Oh, yeah, very famous ayah. Okay, um, so basically... Would it be possible that Allah makes the people... Okay, so like, let's say that um, a guy makes a mistake. Okay. And then would it be possible that in a way to punish him in the dunya, in the future, he will make those around him suffer the same mistake that he inflicted? Explain more. Um, let's say that... Okay. Okay, this may be like a little dramatic. Let's say that one dude one time like... I don't know. He shot someone. Okay. okay. And then like 10 years, or he shot like, I don't know, someone's daughter, basically. Okay. That's so dramatic. Anyway, basically. Um, and then like 15, 20 years ago, or later, when he has a daughter, she gets shot. So is it in where it's like, yeah, it's like, so basically it's like, you get punished no. because the people are on, like by, no. no? No, we don't have that. It's not like, oh, like, because, you know, like, the way I, like, this was said where it's, like, it's not like, oh, if, no, no, it's not like, oh, she got killed because her dad killed her. It's not like, oh, like, the dunya is coming back to tally back. It's, like, from Allah, like. Yeah. The, the only thing we have like that is on Rahmah, that if you do not show Rahmah, Allah Ta'ala will not show you Rahmah. And then if you are, if you give Rahmah to those in the world, then Allah Ta'ala will give Rahmah to you. But we don't have something like, all right, if you shoot someone, then your child's going to get shot. Not from like a dunya. I don't mean correct. Where it's like, oh, yeah. like the government will kill you. Yeah, correct, that's how correct, it yeah. was. I'm saying like alone. Yeah, yeah, we don't have anything like that. But if you kill someone, yeah, then you go to jail, yeah. and then your own children are now growing up without their father around, mm-hmm. so they're still suffering because of your choices. Yeah. But it's not like almost like a karma type thing where Allah Taala is going to send the same thing upon them. Okay. But it's not, I mean, like, you know, it's not, Allah doesn't send it, my question isn't, it's not like, oh, Allah sends it to them because, like, oh, the kid has to suffer for the parent's action, but it's, like, in a way so the parent mm-hmm. can, like, suffer. No, they don't have that. No? Okay. Uh, okay. Um, Ayah 165. So, who are they, and what, is, what does it mean to be, like, a khalifa on earth? Because if we keep talking about khalifa on earth, khalifa on earth, so what yeah. is it exactly? So... So basically, uh, in this ayah, it's as though when Allah Ta'ala created a khalifa on the earth, uh, 
That is the responsibility of all of humanity. So remember, Allah Ta'ala is telling the angels he's going to create a khalifa on the earth. Yeah. So this ayah seems to indicate that it's going to be all of humanity. So all of humanity. That has the responsibility to be the khalifas of Allah on the earth. Okay, wait, for the ayah before that, yeah. the one that I was talking about, about um, you know, the kid getting punished, but in a way so it hurt the parent. Yeah. Okay, how do you know that that's not something that you... Yeah, I mean, you have to find evidence to show that it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so it is the ayah. Okay, so... For Ayah 14 and 15, when Shaitan, when basically the, like, God tells Shaitan that, like, he's doomed to hell, and then, you know, Shaitan says, like, oh, let me stay longer. Allah answers his dua, because Allah, you know, we say, like, Allah answers everyone's dua, whoever mm -hmm. calls on him, whether he's, like, a believer, or, like, in Shaitan's case, like, well, Shaitan wasn't a disbeliever, because he did believe, but, like. Yeah, it was kind of like he was among the coffers, but. Yeah. So basically, like, so it's not like, oh, you have to be a good person for Allah to answer you. It's like, he no. answers everyone. But why is it that, like, why is it that he answered the shit? Because, you know, like, so there's different types of, like, get, du'as getting answered. Sometimes it gets answered right away. Sometimes it gets answered later. Sometimes it manifests in, like, the akhirah, and then you wish that all of your du'as got manifested in that. Like, okay, so why is it that, like, with the shaitan, like, it got answered the then? Well, I mean, it seemed like this one would have to be answered right away, right? Because um, he's basically asking, don't send me to hell right now. Yeah, but I mean, couldn't he just, like, wait for the Akhirah and then just, like, not forgive him? Or, like, he could have forgave him? I mean, he could forgive him, but he's not. So, another way to read this is that when you do wrong, Allah Ta'ala is going to give you, like, extend your rope so you can do more and more wrong. And so that's what he's given to Shaitan. Right? Okay. Shaitan's done wrong, and so Allah Ta'ala is going to let him do more. He has the option to turn around, isn't? So I guess my question is that, like, if Shaitan's du'a could have gotten answered at the moment, why is it that so many people's du'as don't get answered? Well, we're saying that the du'a of the heart is getting answered. You just may not see it. basically talking about how, you know, um, Adam and Eve, they didn't listen to Allah and they ate from the tree. So he made them go down. He, like, he kicked them out of heaven, basically, as a punishment. I mean, you can read it as they, they were kicked out or they were sent to start their job, you know, okay. of being Khalifa. Okay, because that's interesting, because it's like, oh, if they got kicked out of heaven as a punishment and then they sought forgiveness, then if they were truly forgiven... Why weren't they like returned? The so there's a few ways to read this. So one is, yeah, they're supposed to go to to Earth in the first place, right? Another is, suppose you kill someone, mm -hmm. and you're forgiven, it doesn't bring them back to life, right? So yeah. if we look at it as though going to the tree started the process of them leaving paradise, they're forgiven, but they've already unraveled the process, 
Right. So that's a lot of, that's one thing about how life works. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Allah knows best. Okay. So. Well, um, I have 42 is the last one. And, okay, that one. So basically what, okay, so I guess my question is that, you know, some people are given hardship and then, but no one is given more hardship than they can handle. Mm -hmm. But then some people pass the test and other people fail it. Mm -hmm. So why do people fail it? If it's truly like, you know. So uh, you are given something you can handle. Mm -hmm but it doesn't mean you're going to handle it, right? So this is, uh, this is a, an important point. Like people are always asking, why me, why me? If I'm hit with any more, anything more, I can't handle it. Mm -hmm. No, that's not how it is. Anything you, you're hit with, you can handle, but you may give up. See what I'm saying? Okay, for people who are given like hardship after hardship after hardship, um, like how is it like, because it's like, let's say they've been experiencing hardship for like five, six, seven, ten years, yeah. twenty years, does it, how could you, like when they're asking you like, oh, why me, why me, or I can't do this anymore, so it's like, how do you tell them that it's I mean, it depends upon what level of faith they're at, right? Um, if they're at a low level of faith, meaning they don't quite have an understanding of how this works, mm -hmm then the approach is to help guide them to persist, right? If they're a high level of faith, you're still guiding them to persist, but they understand that, okay, whatever Allah, whatever Allah Ta'ala puts upon me, I can take. I just wish I didn't, you know, have to take so much. Okay, so what, so basically, is what, why, like what makes each person's, like, threshold for, like, pain different, or, like, I mean, or test? So... Different people will have different thresholds anyway, right? Even twins will have two different thresholds. But also, the, 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 the more you've already dealt with, the stronger you're going to be, right? Although you might, one person might give up more, might quickly because they don't want to deal with it anymore. The other person's like, okay, I got to deal with it. When you're hit with struggle, it is also making you stronger. That is it for this week. All right. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Nashadu illa ilaha illa anta. Nastaghfiruka natubi ilaik. Wa akhidu da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.